Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Lord, listen and answer me. That sounds kind of snotty, doesn't it? You know, listen, answer me, come on. That's kind of my initial reaction to reading the responsorial psalm today. And then I couldn't help but hear what God really wanted to tell me which was, it's all about your faith. All about your faith. And Lord, listen and answer me is a cry out, a plea, a plea. All right, we're going to read this gospel because I think it's really important for all of us to remember how we must approach God. The message is clear with faith. Okay, it's Mark 5, 21 through 43. A little long, I'll try to read fast. Ah, <clears throat> oh, this voice. Okay, when Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a large crowd gathered around him and he stayed close to the sea. One of the synagogue officials named Jairus came forward. Seeing him, he fell at his feet and pleaded earnestly with him, saying, My daughter is at the point of death. Please come lay your hands on her that she may get well and live. He went off with him and a large crowd followed him. And there was a woman afflicted with hemorrhages for 12 years. She had suffered greatly at the hands of many doctors and had spent all that she had had. Yet she was still not helped. She was only getting worse. She had heard about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. She said, if I but touch his clothes, I shall be cured. Immediately, her flow of blood dried up. She felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Jesus, aware at once that power had gone out from him, turned around in the crowd and asked, who has touched my clothes? But the disciples said to him, you see the crowd is pressing upon you, and yet you ask who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. The woman, realizing what had happened to her, approached in fear and trembling. She fell down before Jesus and told him the whole truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has saved you. Go in peace and be cured of your affliction. While he was still speaking, people from the synagogue's official's house arrived and said, Your daughter has died. Why trouble the teacher any longer? Disregarding the message that was reported, Jesus said to the synagogue official, Do not be afraid. Just have faith. 
He did not allow anyone to accompany him inside except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they arrived at the house of the synagogue official, he caught sight of a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. So he went in and said to them, Why is this commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but asleep. And they ridiculed him. Then he put them all out. He took the child's father and mother and those who were with him and entered the room where the child was. He took the child by the hand and said to her, Talitha kuum, which means, little girl, I say to you, arise. The girl, a child of twelve, arose immediately and walked around. At that they were utterly astounded. He gave strict orders that no one should know this, and said that he should eat that and and said that she should be given something to eat. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Lord, listen and answer me. <laughs> so you think about twelve, a woman that was bleeding for twelve years, and then a little girl of twelve years old. Numbers matter in the Bible, by the way. There are 12 disciples. When you think about disciples, apostles, right? I'm sorry, there were 12 apostles. Although they were disciples, we got to give them their appropriate name. The original 12. And they were going out sharing a new faith with the world. I mean, that's what we're called to do. But you also notice that these Two people had faith that Jesus could heal. Could heal someone else as well as ourselves. And he says, your faith has healed you. How cool is that? Your trust in me, Jesus is saying, healed you. So Jesus right now wants to tell you, I can heal you. You just got to believe. My prayers have been different because I am praying my best without doubting. And yes, you know, I didn't have the, I mean, didn't have the most perfect relationship with God. None of us have a perfect relationship with God. But you know, I was going through some stuff a mere month ago. And now he has me back in his arms and his heart. And I am praying in a way that is filled with confidence and trust but it's also not like I'm holding on to that prayer. Like if this doesn't happen, my life will be over kind of thing. It's this confidence and trust in him that he will do the best that he knows for me. He always has my good in mind. And I don't because I don't know his greater plans. So there's a bit of this relief 
where I pray with such confidence, but then I give it to him. Because I cannot make these prayers happen. He has to. Lord, listen and answer me. (laughs) I mean, come on, that's what it's about. But do you feel comfortable saying that to him? Do you know him well enough where you can, I guess, call him out? No, we never call out God, but you got to be real. You have to be honest. You have to be vulnerable. And sometimes we need to, to cry out and have a plea like, Lord, Lord, help me. Lord, I believe, help my unbelief, right? We're talking about all these people that had these miracles in their life. Hello, a child brought back from death. This isn't just a book of imaginary things. There are names. This was the synagogue official's child. In other cases, you actually have the name Lazarus brought back to the death, brought back from death by Jesus, Tabitha, by Peter. There's a reason there are names and genealogy and all this stuff so that people know there is fact this stuff happened. And it didn't just happen then. There are miracles happening all over us, around us, and in our lives. You know I have had a few. And you probably too if you actually sat and thought about it or reflected. We're not, I got a train whistle in the background. I don't know if you can hear that, but I'm not going to go down that reflection path today. What I really want you to do is just Pray with abandonment. Pray with faith. Ask God with 100% confidence that if it's his will, he's going to do it. On his time, of course, remember, it's a process. We need patience. And we need to be persistent. So today, pray with trust and faith, and let it go. That's really the, I don't want to say the key, or maybe the the true proof, affirmation, that you really did pray with faith, because you let it go to God. You did not hold on to it. You're not going to obsess about it. Today, you have given God your desires with confidence and trust that he will answer those. And you let it go to him for him to do on his time. And that is when you can say, Lord, listen and answer me. (laughs) Because you have that relationship with him. That deep, deep relationship. And you also know he loves you and he wants to do great things for you. So keep asking 
ask for more faith, for more trust, because we need it every day. And see how it feels and try to pray that way every day. Alrighty, everyone. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day.